0: What's up everybody? Welcome back. This is Dylan with DS for Dyslexia, also known as Dyslexic Dylan. Today we have a celebrity in the house. We've got Jaleel. He's an artist and I really appreciate having you on. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me. So today it's not educate. Well, we could say it's a, a learning thing. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm here for motivation and dyslexia advocate and education, but you're an artist. You're not in education, but I'm sure you've got words to motivate the listeners. Oh yeah, for sure. So if you were, you've got a couple of songs here. I've got "Drift Away," mm-hmm. "Dreams to Reality," and "Won't Lose." Mm-hmm. Let's start with "Won't Lose." Okay. What's the meaning behind the name of that song?
1: Mm. In life, man, um, I think I wrote that song in like 2019. I think yeah, 2019 somewhere around there, 2018 maybe. But um, "Won't Lose" just you know, just going through life, you know, knowing that you're gonna make it, knowing that you're gonna make it to where you want to be. Um, the goals that you want to reach, you're going to accomplish them. So, like, that was just, like, the whole basis behind that song. And it was just me just trying to, you know, let the world know that, listen, I'm up next. I'm not going to lose. I'm going to I am going to reach the goals that I want to reach and get to the places I want to be at. So, it's definitely going to happen.
0: And for ones chasing goals slash dreams, what would you have to say? Uh,
1: dedicate, dedication and I think we talked about this before, but not really caring what – outside sources may think just really going after what you want because at the end of the day it's all about you and the choices you make and the choices you have to live with so just go for it and make sure you're doing everything possible to make your dreams a reality which is see what, your second song i did, see, I see I that there? yeah <laughs> nice segue right yeah yeah so and then uh, so if we go into dreams and reality dreams to reality um it's almost the same thing. You know, um, I was in a different space when I wrote that song. So if you listen to Won't Lose, you see there wasn't really much uh, um, melodies or me singing. But Dreams, of Re- Dreams to Reality, I really incorporated using my vocals a little bit more towards the end of that song. Um, I wanted to, you know, just shed light on just uh, just my current situation that I was in um, and just really, you know, just. I, so it was almost kind of like the same idea from Won't Lose, but, you know, just a different aspect, a different element that I was bringing to that one with that song. So uh, I think Dreams of Reality was one of the better songs I wrote. At the time, I thought it was one of the best songs I had ever wrote. So it was, uh, it was a dope experience to be able to put that on paper and then see it come to life. Um, but Dreams of Reality, I knew I had a couple of, um, couple of quotes in there that I really liked and some stuff that really kind of hit home and it resonated with me and it, it, it came out so nice with, with that song. And I really enjoyed the process of, of making that one.
0: So let's go back into dreams and reality, right? Mm-hmm. To make a dream a reality, there's gotta be sacrifice. There's mm-hmm. gotta be hardships and everybody's got a story. So where, yeah. where were you? Let's go 10 years back.
1: Mm-hmm. 10 years. or so it's, that's 2011, right? Yeah. I was in college. I was still, um, you know, I went to college in Emory and Henry, it's in Virginia. I was playing basketball, Um, music was not one of the things that I was focused on, but I was always, like, kind of the guy that uh, I was always singing, always freestyling, always rapping on the bus on the way to games and stuff like that. So, um, like I said, I I thought I was, I had hoop dreams, you know. I thought I was going to go overseas and play basketball for a little bit, but after, after, you know, going through four years of intense collegiate sport, you know, collegiate-level sports, it was, I was burnt out, and I was just like, you know what? I think I'm just ready to kind of get my life started and, and and go after, you know. I was supposed to be a teacher, got my degree in physical education, changed my mind on that. Um, currently, you know, I, I'm uh, outside of music. You know, I'm, I'm in the hair industry. I love doing, you know, that's another thing that I love doing is uh, cutting hair. So I got involved in that when I was in school and everything. So, um, yeah, like the whole, the music aspect didn't come into play until like 2000. 2015 2016 and I really was like you know let's just just go for this and just see I got in the studio and just tried it out and realized I was pretty good at what I was doing you know it came natural and I kind of just kept going with it I I, I took a a hiatus away from it just because you know kind of let some things get in the way fear and doubts and stuff like that but kind of came back around and really was like you know let's do this let's make this work so
0: so today, Julio has songs on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, et cetera. Yes. And a high production video. Mm-hmm. Now, if you could talk to 20-year-old Julio, Julio, or no, let's go like fresh out of high school Julio. hmm What would you tell him?
1: mm I would definitely, say, like, I probably wouldn't have went to college. I probably would have took a different route. I don't My biggest thing, you know, I wanted to play basketball, so that was why I went to college. But if I was to tell myself, if I was to tell myself, 20-year-old me, what what would I say? Oh, coming out of high school, you said, right? Yeah. Coming out of high school, I would say, stop worrying about what people think of you. You know, don't worry about what people have to say. Because that was one thing that kind of plagued me for a long time. I always was worried about what people say I wanted to be liked. I wanted everybody to like me, and it kind of just slowed my process down because— you know you're always worrying about what somebody else thinks or you're making decisions based off what somebody else might think and then like i had a quote i was saying like when you're constantly making decisions based off of what everybody else thinks those decisions are no longer yours so like it's just like it's it's one thing to it's one thing to make a decision and you be completely comfortable in doing it and then it's another thing to make a decision based off of what somebody else is, what you think somebody else is going to say of the backlash you might get about it. So you just, I think you just really have to just go in life live with the with the thought process of this is my life and I'm the one that's going to make the decisions behind it. So it's just like that was, that's one thing I would really tell myself is just be like go for what you want in life and don't worry about what anybody else has to say.
0: So I love that. So when we met, your introduction was strong from Carl and I was very intrigued. I've never been mm-hmm. around like a, an artist that's been, May I say developed mm-hmm. to the extent of high production videos and iTunes and stuff. Right. And I, I, w- I came to the realization with meeting Carl and connections here that, you know, you're a human. You put your pants on the same way I do. Mm-hmm. You just have a different job. That mm-hmm. I, I respect your job a lot. But oh I yeah. also noticed that you were like, you had no hesitation to enlighten me, educate me, and talk to me about motivation. And you were also like, I've talked to, I've thought always like an artist would be like, yeah, yeah, what you're doing is cool, whatever. My new song dropped it and walk away from pop to may I say. Mm-hmm. You were intrigued. You want to know what I was about. You yeah. followed my podcast, and then you even took me into the studio to show me an unreleased song. Yeah. And then talked to me, showed me the lyrics, yeah. and told me, you're about, I listen to your music, you're upbeat. Oh, yeah. You're like a post, may I say, Post Malone. You could say that. Because you're, you're a, my mom could listen to it, mm-hmm. my grandma could listen to it, mm-hmm. my brother could listen to it, my teachers could listen to it, my boss could listen to it, and everybody could just, Drift away. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So what? And I I love that because you know I mean, there's a lot of rappers that are like. I did this girl. I drove this car. I live in this house. My mm-hmm. chain's worth more than your house. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have an interest in like rapping about that? or You was never interested in that life, or I made one of my
1: first songs. I made. I never released this song, but I. <laughs> <laughs> I really got into the like the whole aspect of like trying to be a rapper. Yeah. And that's why mm-hmm. I, when I when you t- asked me, you know, you asked me before, what do I consider myself, a rapper or artist? I'd, I'd rather say an artist. artist. Because I think a rapper, you know, as a rapper, you're doing what everybody else is doing. You know, like, I mean, that's my opinion. I feel like yep. if you like to call yourself a rapper, you're doing what everybody else is doing. An artist is creating what they want. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you're not, I'm going against the grain as an artist. And um, I think... Uh, I think, um, I just lost my train of thought. Um,
0: we're talking about artists and you'd not be, you going against the grain.
1: Yeah. So, so I think, I think my biggest thing as an artist is there's no way I could go into a studio and start making a song about something that I can't relate to. I never lived or, or being in a lifestyle that has no relation to me. There's no way I could do that. I, I've seen a lot of people that, you know, that I kind of, I grew up with and, they took that path, you know. That's the like, if you want to be the artist, you want to be in that mainstream light, and that's the stuff you want to talk about. Cool, but it just doesn't it doesn't sit well with me. There was at one point where I was listening to that type of music, and I was like, yo, it dawned on me. I'm just like, yo, I can't, I can't relate to this. Like, this doesn't hit home with me. Like, and there's certain artists that I can listen to, and and I feel that sense of, you know, connection because what they're saying resonates. But like, what I wanted to do with my music was. I wanted to be able to reach a mass level. I wanted to be able to, anybody, like we were saying, I want anybody to be able to listen to my music and be able to take something from it. So there's no way I can be talking about what, you know, your average rapper is talking about in their song and be able to do that. So I just wanted to be able to, I wanted, like I said, I want my mom to be able to listen to my music, my dad, my grandmother, my aunts, my family, and be be able to listen to them and be like, that's my that's my nephew, that's my son, that's my, like, I don't want somebody yeah. to listen to my music and be like, oh, who is this? He ain't never did that. What he talking about this in his song for? You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's yeah. what my people, my, my people, to do. Because my uh, when I first started making music, like I don't like I, as of now I don't use profanity or vulgarity in my music. My first couple of songs, I made a song and I might have had one or two cuss words in them, right? And I was like, if I can make it. my aunt, she was like, why are you cussing your music? You you not even cussing that much. Why? Like she was like, I promise if you make music and and. Don't use that. She said, you're going to reach a wider audience and your music is going to be more impactful. And I'm thinking like, yeah, I guess if I'm making a song with only two cuss words in it, what's the point of me even using it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can make an entire song without it. What's the point of me even putting it in there? So it's just like, and then my mom, I, the first time I let my mom hear one of my songs, she, she and I had a cover. She was like, why are you cussing? <laughs> like, so it was just like, you know, and it, I, I didn't want that reaction anymore when I let my people hear my music. Yeah. I wanted them to be able to hear it and accept it immediately. I didn't want any backlash or anything from it. So I just, I want to be able to m- make an impact with my music and and just kind of, I want to be able to re- relate to people. I want people to be able to relate to me and vice versa, because we all go through the same things in life. And I think, you know, music is one of the best ways to, you know, reach everybody
0: in that realm. So Yeah, it's a different language that everybody appreciates and listens to. I mean, yeah. whether it's, I, I think it's a, Therapeutic for most. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I'm in a good mood, I'm gonna listen to this certain song. Or I'm in a bad mood, I'm listening to this song. Mm -hmm. Or I need motivation, I'm in the gym, I need to listen to this song. Yeah. So you've performed before, yeah? I have. Does that motivate you? When you're on stage and you get the feedback from the audience and you're vibing and you're up there and you, have you ever had a, I did this kind of, oh, I'm here, I'm doing this kind of moment?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I think my first performance, was more on a, a small, well, both my performance. It wasn't really like a big scale, you know, performance or anything like that. But it was dope to be able to get in front of people and get that reaction afterwards, and you know, people clap for you or you know, um, people engage with you when you engage with them during the performance. So I don't, I haven't, I've yet to have a crowd not engage with me once. You know, I kind of give them some kind of, you know. If I give a chance to tell them to say this and they say it back, and you know it's always dope to have, you know get that. You know, you don't want to say something to a crowd and they just look at you like crickets. So I both times that I've, you know, performed, it's been uh, good feedback. People come up to me afterwards and it lets me know that I'm in the right my the right space. I'm operating where I'm supposed to be at. So it's definitely um it's definitely motivational and reassuring. So
0: Where do you want to be in five years? Um, you know I don't like that question. That, Why? And it's the only
1: reason I say that, uh it's I, people always, um, I don't know if you heard of the artist Anderson pack, right? Yes. Anderson pack. He always says, uh, well he said in one of his songs, he said, they asked me where I'll be in five. Well, what about today? What about tonight? Only one at a time. So, you know, I'm just living each day, one at a time. So it's just like, I don't want to like think too far down the road or think, you know, I definitely, you know, I have goals and stuff like that, but yeah. I don't want to say where I see myself exactly because you never know where life is going to take you. So, you know, if the music takes me where, where, um, I think it can, um, I think we'll, you know, I, I, I got a uh, a bright future ahead, I'd say that. You know, I don't want to say, you know, where exactly I see myself, but, but I definitely think there's a bright future ahead.
0: So I got some lyrics here. Okay. That I have dissected. Let's hear it. So, dreams to reality, I'm going to go with first. Okay. Bumpy Road Ahead, You Can't Handle the Right, Believe Me in the Words, But We're Gonna Be, Go Sky High, So Relatable. Hold on, this
1: hold on. Which one's what song was this? You I have it in here. This was Dreams, Dreams to Dreams Reality. You said so. It's a bumpy road ahead. Can you handle the ride? Believe me in these words, we can go, go sky, sky high. high. Yeah, okay. All
0: right. Can you fill me in on the meeting behind that? Yeah, for sure. So,
1: um, you Got so like in life, you're gonna hit some bumps, you're gonna hit some obstacles. It's a bumpy road ahead. Can you handle the ride? Are you willing to be able to? To deal with the adversity that's gonna come. You are gonna be able to, to if you if you're gonna be a part of the team or if you're gonna be somebody that's uh around me are we gonna be able to handle the bumps in the road that we're going to hit. That's not there's not a question, not a chance that it's not gonna happen. It's definitely gonna happen. Can you handle that? Um uh just believe me in these words. What I'm telling you in my songs, I think my song my, my verses are relatable. I think I'm giving you something that relates to everybody in life. Just believe me what I'm saying. I'm telling we can go sky high, you know. So it's just like not really no crazy metaphors in that, but like it's just believe me in my words, we can go sky. I'm i I'm giving you some 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 gems throughout this music, yeah. you know, and my verses and everything like that. So, you know, just rock with me. We gon we gonna go some places.
0: Did you have a mentor?
1: Mm, I mean my father was like, you know, somebody that, you know, he kinda he he, he, he gave me some tools at a young age to kinda be prepared for what life was like, but I don't think like a specific mentor that I had um, that gave me like any you know no secret you know to how to do this or how to get through it. But yeah, I didn't. I've never really can say that I had like an absolute you know a mentor. You know, I've had some people that came in my life that was you know important to me and I looked up to them. But like you know somebody that I could call here and there immediately if I needed to ask like. I mean, I always reached out to my parents, you know, that was like, that was always my thing. I didn't really have anybody outside of the, you know, outside of them that, you know, I really felt comfortable, like, talking to like that on a regular basis. So, but yeah, I mean, my parents was, like, big for me, so.
0: And how was it to, like, you know, start music and then you're like, oh, I have the cussing, got to cut it out, Mm -hmm. this, got to cut this out. I mean, Mm -hmm. when you build something, you're like, oh, this worked, this didn't, this worked, this didn't, then to see that final product of your song your latest song mm-hmm, mm. and the video and the production it was very very professional very real mm-hmm. to be able to make it make the song go to the studio figure it all out get it put on all platforms and then have that video shot and then that go live and be able to see it all mm-hmm. and then show those that you that saw you along the way what was that like
1: oh it was dope man because um like I hadn't put music out for almost like a year and a half, two years, and I hadn't, you know, I've always, I was always writing. You know, um, I sat on "Drift Away" for almost a year. Like I wrote that during quarantine, and then ended up recording it here in April. So, like, uh, to finally, I had a buddy of mine. I'd performed, I performed "Drift Away" a couple of times before I even put the song out so like i was at i was working at my restaurant school my boys pulled up they was like yo sing sing this song sing this song drift away you know yeah I, and i'm like i'm a i'm a, I'm a server at the time i'm like outside i got tables there's like and then my table's like yeah sing this song we went here and i'm like yo I, <laughs> I don't even sing in front of people like that but i ended up singing drift away at um my, my last job that i was working at and then um uh, just seeing it like actually you know go from being raw and just nothing but words to actually putting the melodies behind it and getting in the studio and hearing your voice on the track. like I said earlier, man, it really it kind of just lets me know that I'm where I'm supposed to be at and I'm doing the right thing because um, I think it's hard to to get in the get in the realm where you're gonna say, I'm gonna do this and put this music out and be confident and hundred percent happy with the outcome. Um, you know, you gotta, once you put it out there, it's out there. Anybody can hear it. Anybody can have feedback to it. So it's just like, you have to be willing to, to allow anybody and everybody to hear your work. And you know, what you did in private is out in the world now. So it's just like,
0: is there anxiety behind that when you released it?
1: Slightly. I'm not like the big, like anxiety type person. Like I, I take life easy, man. Like I'm not like really tripping, but like it was, it was fun. Like I knew it was a good song, I didn't like as an artist, you don't really know how good your song is until it's received by like, you know, the world. Like you don't really know how how good it, the outcome of it is going to be. So, um, there's definitely a little bit of like, you know, you know, butterflies when you get ready yeah. to put it out because you're getting ready to put something out that you feel confident in and you know that there's going to people there's going to be people who don't like it. You know, you just have to deal with that and um
0: How have you dealt with that? I haven't experienced it yet.
1: Um I mean, you'll come across people like you know you know when someone doesn't like, especially if you're like you like oh yo y'all can listen to this blah 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 you know you you can see the people who don't really rock with it or who don't really like it and that's okay like yeah. I mean I, I'm, I I when I really set out on this journey to be like yo I am an artist like this is what I do I love creating it's part of the reason why I've chose every career path that I've chose like as a barber as a music as a um as an artist and making music like you you're going to, some people are going to not like what you're going to do. And that's okay. Like it's the creative aspect of it is you create something. Somebody out there is going to be willing to accept it. And some people aren't going to. So that's just how it goes. And I'm not like, I'm not even tripping about the people who don't like it. And then you, I respect if you don't, I respect some people. I respect when people are honest with me and tell me like, yo, I mean, it's cool, but it, it's not my cup of tea. I'd rather people be honest with me and yeah. instead of and lying and smiling in my face saying, Oh yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. Like, because at, at the end of the day, at some point, I'm going to realize you're not being genuine. So, like, it's it's like it's and it's not really anything that phases me. So, like, I know that there's people out there who don't like the music. And I know that there's people out there who love the music. So, and that's, that's the part that motivates me to keep, you know, keep doing what you're
0: doing. That's awesome. So, I have, I'm going to try to connect this to education, but. Okay. I have a lyric here. Okay. After high school, I thought I was done taking tests, but now I work and have tests. Have to take tests for competency.
1: Say that one more time.
0: This is after high school. I thought I was done taking tests, but now I work and have to take tests for competency. Okay. It's one of your lyrics. It's one of my lyrics? I think so. <laughs> I have it
1: here. Hold on. Hold on. Let me make sure. Um, Do you know what song that's from?
0: I don't have it here.
1: Mm, I don't know, Dylan. I don't know if that's one of mine. <laughs> I know there's a lot of Jalils out there. <laughs> I don't know if you came across. I don't know. I, I wish you would have the song name. I don't know if that's one of mine, though, to be honest with you. Potentially. But I don't think it is. Girl, I remember most of my lyrics from my song, and that one does not sound familiar, unfortunately.
0: All right. We'll what roll have, with what, it? Do you,
1: what do you have next, though?
0: Do you ever have fear of going backwards? Mm. Like you say, you release a song. Mm-hmm. You have a fear that next one won't be better than the last. Mm.
1: You know what they say as an artist, it's always hard to top your last. So I mean, in the back of your head, yeah, I mean that's something that you can, you know, you think about, and you 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 hoping that your next song will be accepted as well as your first one, but or the last one. But um, I think I don't I don't think I'll be fearful of that. Uh, I think that's part of the growth. Um, you might put something out that may not be as good as your last, but you learn something in the process of every everything you do. You learn something in the process. So what you did on that next song may not be as good as that one, as the last, but you learn something in that to probably add to your next one that could, you know, be bigger than the your, your first or your last or whatever it was, you know? So it's a process and, you know, I don't want to look at it as, cause I mean, there's so many artists that I love out right now and, their body of work that they might just put out was not as good as their last, but that doesn't make, that doesn't change how much I respect them as an artist and respect them for what they already have done and what they're going to do. Because if you're done it once, you could potentially do it again. It may not be as good, but you, you still have the tools to put out quality and put out good stuff that people are going to accept. So like, I don't really like to look at it as, you know, going backwards. Um, I think, uh, Think I think it's it's growth. I think it's all it's all, all a part of the growth and
0: the growth process. Awesome. So when people react to your music, are you apprehensive about it or you're just like like you said before, like you're like tell me how how it is? Do you walk do you show people your music? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Always. I I mean, um I always let people hear my music. Um a lot you're you're very rarely gonna have somebody straight up tell you. Like, if you let somebody hear something of your, like, music, you're very rarely going to have them be like, oh, yeah, no, I don't like that. That's why. They're not going to. A lot of people don't have the, you know, they don't have the guts to straight up just tell you. A lot of people want to tell you what you want to hear. So a lot of times you're not going to get the honest answer from people straight up. Um, but I think sometimes you can, me as an artist and me as a genuine person, when you're real genuine and straight up with people and authentic, you can get the vibe from people whenever you, like, let them hear something and you, like, they're not really liking it. I think you can really tell when they're not liking. it. I've let people hear my music before, and I've I've got a vibe I'm like, oh, he didn't really like it. Like that. <laughs> I've I've been there because I've let numerous people hear my music, and I've seen every reaction, and I've seen genuine reactions, and I've seen uh, reactions that were kind of, oh yeah, you know, no, that's nice, you know, because a lot of times if some people really like it, they're gonna question it, they're gonna ask you, oh, where'd you do this? When you do that? Or how'd you do this? So people that's not really into it or not really liking it they're not gonna they're gonna do their best to get past it and get to the next conversation or whatever you know they're not really um they're not really worried about hearing more about it if they didn't like it so that's one thing that I kind of picked up on as you know letting people hear my music over the years.
0: Have you come across somebody have you caught somebody listening to your music that you didn't know at all?
1: not yet no. No, I've had people, you know, I mean, I haven't like come across somebody actually listen to it, but you know, people have hit me up randomly on Instagram, like, "Yo, I just heard your music on Spotify, I love it. Can we get some more music?" And like, that's cool. Like, you know, that's dope to be able to see people receptive and take the time out of their day to reach out to you and tell, you, "Yo, I really love what you're doing. Yeah, you got a dope sound. Like, it's it's really like it's it's really cool to kind of get those kind of reactions. From I
0: appreciate people. how authentic you are yeah. and open and. You were, I'm like, I won't forget how, and you were like actually genuinely, like you said, you can tell people are, are not about it and when they are. Oh, yeah. You were genuinely interested in what I'm about. Mm-hmm. And you're like, let me listen, let me see, let me show you an unreleased song. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that's the thing, like I like... I've always been that type of person like, you know, if some, especially if something I'm creating, like I don't just create stuff just to keep it to myself, you know, I would create it to put it out there. So, I like to hear feedback. I like to kind of see people bob their heads to my music when they're listening to it. So, like let I let as many people as I can listen to my music. Um um and especially when I get close to people as far as like, you know, meet Carl and you know, a lot of times Carl's not going to put me around nobody that's not like, you know, good people or anything like that. So, I don't mind like opening up they say when people let you hear their music they genuinely you know they got respect for you or stuff like that a lot of yeah. times you do you know sometimes you don't let people everybody hear your music but you know you let, when, when an artist lets you hear something that they've created and it means something to them and they let you hear it out of anybody you know got respect
0: yeah them, I spoke man. volumes to and you invited yeah. me when you said you are going to listen to Carl yeah so you mentioned you were a server and you played basketball mm-hmm. you're a barber mm-hmm. so doing that what have you learned like now you're you're doing what you want, no? Mm-hmm. Barbara and artist. Yeah. Are you So you got to experience the server. I was a waiter mm-hmm. at a wedding venue, and I hated it. And mm-hmm. I, it motiv- I motivate myself to never go back. Mm-hmm. Are you in that area? Like, I never ah. want to go back to serving people. It was terrible.
1: Well, see, me, I am a huge people person. Like, like I can talk to just about anybody, bro. Like, I'm not the type of person that kind of shuts people out because of status or what they might do in life or how much money they got. Uh, I mean, like, there's been numerous occasions where I talk to, you know, the the, the not-so-popular kid or the popular kid at all or whatever it is, you know. Like, I've never been the type to kind of let status be something that determines who I talk to. So, like, with me, when it comes to being around people, being a server, I enjoy being a server because I got to meet people. I love networking and meeting meeting people, having conversations and stuff like that. So, now, granted, now... <laughs> Restaurant business is not something no. I want to go back to, but you know, meeting people day in, day out is dope. That's always cool because you never know who you're gonna meet. So, um, uh, I, you know, who knows? I, I, I'm thinking that I, I won't have to go back to doing something like that, but you never know. You never know where life takes you. Yeah. You know? So we'll see. We'll see.
0: So I talk to five new people a day.
1: Okay. Per that's a that's a day in day out goal that you do. That is bottom. Like, okay. I,
0: I gotta do five a day. Okay. And that's how I built what I did.
1: What's your reasoning behind that?
0: You know, I look at it, I don't judge. Because mm-hmm. to me, judgment doesn't, the math of it doesn't add up, right? Because mm-hmm. like, if I'm thinking about, the word weird, we'll use the word weird as an example. Mm-hmm. My definition of weird won't match yours. Yours won't match mine. Ours won't match cars. Cars won't match mine. Where do I have the right to judge you for that? Because mm-hmm. I don't add up with you. So that stuff doesn't add up to me. And I don't care how tall you are, how short you are, where you're from, the clothes on your back. I look at everybody as an opportunity.
1: You know, one thing I say about when people call somebody weird, people call you weird because they've never met a being like you before. You know, so you're unique. You know, and not even if like people have called me weird before because I'm not your your typical, you know, I've had some crazy stuff being said to me before <laughs> in the past. And like, but like, I just think everyone is unique in their own self. So like, if if you are someone call you weird or someone call you different, like I think it's just you know you like yo you're. You're unique. You haven't met anybody like me. That's why you think I'm weird, because you haven't come across somebody who operates the way I do or looks at life the way I do. So, like, I don't even, like, when people say it's weird, I like that, because I'm unique. That lets me know that I'm different.
0: I look at everybody as unique, and everybody is an opportunity, right? Because I can learn something from everybody, Mm -hmm. and everybody's got something to offer.
1: For sure. You can learn something from everybody.
0: Like, I I, I got into Royal off of a conversation in the hallway. Mm Mm-hmm. And now I'm doing a show with Julia, the artist. Yes, yes. Off of a, a meeting for a project I'm doing with Carl. Mm-hmm. And I, that was awesome. I mean, I like making connections like that. And I like meeting people. Like, I work at a tech company. I make connections all the time. Mm-hmm. And I like networking with people. I yeah. like telling them what I'm about, where I'm from, what I want to do, what I'm, going, what I'm going to accomplish. You never know where it can lead to.
1: You never know. And that's good. I, I think that's dope that you actually set out every day to talk to five people a day. just
0: And pay it forward to three. Say it again? I talk to five people at minimum, but mm-hmm. three-day at minimum, you pay it forward. Okay. Because it's needed. Okay. Especially because I don't I don't follow politics because I just don't. Mm-hmm. No reasoning. Just rather stay neutral and not know what's going on. Got you. But I know that when I make somebody smile, it makes me smile knowing that they're going to have a better day because of it. So if it's well, buy a bagel. Mm-hmm. Grab the gas pump and, oh, I, I got it. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, I love your shoes. Have a beautiful Wednesday. You've been gifted Wednesday. Enjoy it. You're a queen. Mm. Like I'll do that every day because the smile, mm. knowing that their days going to start out. Or if it was crappy, I fixed it. If it's not, it's going to be great. Very true.
1: Very true. Compliments do a lot for people. So that's dope that you do that, man.
0: And everybody who, I mean. We all wear different shoe I need, sizes. I need to start doing that, man. It's, a, oh, it's Many awesome. Many people
1: I come across day. I need to start saying that to somebody. You know, just doing something nice with somebody.
0: I mean, I look at every day. Like, if I wake up, I mean, I wake up early and I go to bed late because every day is a gift. Because, I mean, I don't know. I could get hit coming out of the studio and I'm done. You never know. So, I'm like, I woke up. I'm like, wow. I don't know who gifted it to me, but somebody gifted me this next 24 hours. I don't even know if it's 24 hours, but they gifted me this moment. You think I'm going to sleep in? <laughs> Honestly, no. I'm, I'm going to get up and I'm going to do everything I, I need to, take care of the ones who took care of me. Yeah. And I, I want to m- make the most of it. And if I can impact as many people as possible, educationally speaking, motivationally speaking, or just impact and help out, mm-hmm. I want to. And that's why I, I collect with you because your music, it's upbeat. You're so, you we clicked. You were like, yeah, let me tell you what you're about. This is what I'm about. I want my grandma to listen to My mom to listen to it. Yeah. You're impacting people with your music. I'm just doing it a different way, but I respect you for it. Yeah. Likewise,
1: man. For
0: sure. What is one thing you would tell a kid who's either in high school or just about to come out, who's like, I'm gonna be an artist, I wanna be. What would you tell him?
1: Believe in yourself. A hundred percent. If that's what you genuinely want to do and that's what you set in your put in your mind that you say this is gonna be my future, that's what believe in yourself and like I said before, I'm really telling you this and I I know I've said it a few times a night, but really Outside sources don't matter. If it comes to what you want, believe in yourself and don't care what anybody thinks and j- chase it. I, if, if I would have started this a long time ago, if I wasn't wasn't plagued by fear, doubt, and worrying about what other people thought, I would have been chased. This probably would have been a lot further down the road than where you know where I am. I mean, I would tell you, you know, you know, have faith that God is going to lead you. You know, put, he's going to put you in the right direction, and you trust in him to do that. And just go after it. Just do it. Nike Nike's logo is just do it. Yeah. And like really, just just do it. That's really like really all I can tell them. Like I mean, I mean, there's so many people out there that's talented and have so many skills, and they not doing anything because they're worried. Their fear. Their fear has you know crushed more dreams than. What's the What's the quote? Um, fear has what is? Fear has crushed more dreams than. Something everywhere. Somebody knows the quote. But it's, you know, don't let fear stop you from chasing what you want to chase. I'll be
0: honest, it stopped me. In high school, I wanted to do this. I wanted When I overcame it, dyslexia and all that, I wanted to do something of the regard, and I didn't. And I got out of high school, and everybody went to college, and I was like, I won't see them again. Mm -hmm. And I started immediately. Mm -hmm. And then I got a comment, and it's like, thank God I saw your page. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got to keep doing this. Mm -hmm. And those little things, and it Mm -hmm. just.
1: Yeah, man. You Once you put something out there. Like, that's one thing, when I put something, I get somebody, like, if I, when I was doing, I was doing, I was creating skits, you know, I was putting little freestyles out here and there. But just seeing somebody actually react to what you put out is it's like, oh, man, all right, so maybe, maybe I am pretty good at what I do, or maybe this is dope. There's people out there who actually really like what you do, and you you really don't know, but there's people out there that's watching. There's people in your high school that's watching what you're doing. they jealous, but they watching because they're like, man, I wish I was doing what Dylan was doing. Oh, I wish I was doing what you was doing. I wish I was chasing my dreams like like what they doing because you're al- actually putting in the effort to go after what you want. A lot of people are never going to do that in life. Some people are going to live their entire life wishing and hoping that they would do something. And like you're just like I made a decision. You made a decision to go after what you wanted, and look where you at now. Granted, this is the this is just a start. But, you know, like we still got a long way to go. Like but you, you're doing it. You're doing it. You're operating in what you want to do. So,
0: I appreciate it. And yeah, then man. lastly, I want the audience to be able to listen to a little snippet of this. Your latest, right. latest song, Drift Away. Is there man, anything you want to say about
1: it? This is a, a beautiful song. I wrote this. I think everybody can relate to this song because we all went through quarantine. We're still going through 2021. And we... Summer's not up yet It's almost over But if you haven't You ain't got away yet You about to get away to this well, one This is my biggest song thing Drift I learned.
0: Away The thing I learned From quarantine Was don't take things for granted mm-hmm.
1: Don't take it for granted man
0: Ready to drift away for me? Drift away
1: uh, 2020 was crazy right? I think we all deserve a getaway At this point Yeah we gonna get past all that though Said, I just need to get away, yeah. Carolina wrote it they want to rope ropes. Said, I just need to drift away, yeah. Floating like a feather, hoping to go wherever. Look, Miami for a day trip, Cali or a spaceship, tired of the west side. I need my best life, I just need to drift away, yeah. I need to drift away, yeah. Yo. I got these fears and I reaching my full potential. The process is a monster. I respect it like my Kenfo I never doubt his promises. He's sticking by my side. Can't put my faith in man because I be bound to lose the fight. that I've been dishing out this love and it's so rare to get it back. A Lot of frauds, a lot of lames in this new era, no capping. Yeah, they want to see you up until you up and past their limit. Now they hating on your winners. Want to dip with it and chip in. So I keep it moving like a star when it's shooting. Say my camera's always rolling. It's a low budget movie. I'm just a regular average show shooting high. I like catapult in my lane. I shall remain. I never change for status quo. I'm 20 years old and ain't no switching up now. I just amped it up a smidge and now they hear my sound. I've been 100 since my mama told me back when I was chubby. Used to call me ugly. <laughs> they said was I just need to get away.